Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Seven steps to effective elevating prayer. This is part two in our interview with pastor and coach Rex Tonkins. We need to learn how to pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. We're gonna do that right now. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back and God bless you in Jesus' name. I am Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. We don't just report the news on this show, we like to pray the news. And the reason was we want God to change history. We want God to answer our prayers. So part of the instruction we would like to help you, the audience, with is how to have an effective prayer life. And we have brought an expert onto this program to help us learn the seven-step strategy for effective prayer, author of this book, which is Seven Steps to Elevating Effective Prayer, Miracles in the Rockies. I'm joined again for part two of our interview with Coach Rex Tonkins. Welcome back, Pastor Rex. Thank you, Dr. Chaps, glad to be here again. So on yesterday's program, we were talking about this seven-step acronym mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that you've developed in your book, P-R-A-Y-E-R-S. Mm -hmm. And yesterday we talked about the P, which stands for private prayer. Mm -hmm. The R, which stands for, uh, you know, revelation or, you know, the, the secrets that God mm -hmm. wants to show you in the vision. And then the A, which is the authority of mm -hmm. Christ, yes. how God gives us this authority in, prayer, in, in Christ. Today we're gonna to talk about the four remaining parts of mm -hmm. your acronym, Y-E-R-S, yes. mm -hmm. and they're all explained in this book, which yes. people can get at your website. Yes. What is the Y? The Y is yield. And basically, I think about the Apostle Paul in Acts 9-6, when he was encountered Jesus. And, and he's, Jesus says, it's dangerous for you to keep fighting against me. And, um, and, and Paul says, Lord, what do you want me to do? And he began to yield his life to God. And, you know, we have so much of our history in the New Testament by the Apostle Paul writings. And so yielding to God is so important. You know, and, and that first word yes. he said is Lord. Yes. Like, like Jesus, you're the boss now. Yes, that's exactly I'm not the right. boss anymore. Oh, I man. yield to you. Yes. So often we think we're in charge and we're the boss. And it took me a long time to learn that. Isaiah 119 says, if you be willing and obedient, you share the good of the land. And I had to get that really deep down in my heart and mind and spirit because God is in charge. He's the boss. And as I noticed, as I yielded to God more and more, I saw effective results. But when I did not yield, I saw, you know, disappointment, frustration. And I noticed that as we cooperate more and yield to the Holy Spirit, we're able to advance the kingdom on a whole new level. So let's say I'm a Christian, mm -hmm. but I'm struggling in my prayer life. I, mm -hmm. Maybe I don't even have a prayer life, but. Mm -hmm. But when I try to pray, it seems like my prayers are just hitting the ceiling. Mm -hmm. And it's maybe because I got these other issues in my mm -hmm. life. Maybe mm -hmm. there's parts of my life I'm not yielded mm -hmm. to God. Yes. Are you saying if I get that squared away and I yield every other part of my life to mm -hmm. God, then, then my prayers will be more effective? Well, basically, we're made, when a person accepts Jesus Christ, they are made righteous with God. 
And the Bible says if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us. So we are in right standing with God, but as he wants us to confess those things to him. So as we come to God and say, God, I'm struggling in this area. Please forgive me for this specific thing, you know, and you confess those things. God, you're in right standing. And so basically, as you spend that time, make a commitment of prayer. I tell people, start out, start out small. Do seven minutes of prayer a day. Develop that consistency with God and allow him to share and show you his agenda each day. So go back to the Apostle mm -hmm. Paul. Here mm -hmm. he is. He, he was actually a Pharisee who was mm -hmm. persecuting the church. Mm -hmm. And then people were praying for him. And then suddenly he had this revelation where he had to yield yes. his life to Christ. Yes. And how did that change his ministry? Well, I tell you, you know, if you look at Paul, you know, as I look at that text, he was able to be used as a vessel through the power of the Holy Spirit to transform the culture, to transform a, a, an entire region, to transform an entire nation because he yielded to Jesus Christ. And so as we yield our life, you know, to Jesus Christ, we can be so much used greatly. He want to use us, our gifts, our abilities, our personality to advance the kingdom of God. That's what it does is we yield our life. We're able to be more effective in advancing God's work because it's all about the kingdom. And he also gives us wisdom, mm -hmm. right? There, yes. There's this wisdom that yes. comes from above yes. that we didn't have before we were yielded. Right. So what, how does that change us? Well, you know, if you see, basically, is you yield your life, the, 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 the heavenly, there comes purity, there comes gentleness, there comes wisdom, there comes love as we yield to God. And we, instead of always praying our desire, we are praying his desire. Yeah, and that's an, a prayer that he wants to answer. Yes, yes, exactly. God wants to do his will, and when we align with that, then he answers our prayers. Amen, that's exactly right. Well, yielding <laughs> is the part four of the seven step uh -huh. strategy. When we come back, we'll talk about part five, six, and seven. We'll be back with Coach Rex Tonkins. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Do you ever wonder how to discern your own thoughts from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit or angels? or invisible demons. I'm Dr. Chaps, and you've seen us talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. In fact, I wrote my PhD dissertation, How to See the Holy Spirit, Angels and Demons. But now, we have an exciting 17-part video Bible study on a four-disc DVD set that you can get for your small group or your church. If you just visit PrayInJesusName.org, and offer a suggested donation of $99. Or call us toll free at 866-Obey-God. Get this 17 part video series and for a limited time only, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Get this important Bible study series for you and your church or call us at 866-Obey-God right now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. I'm joined again by Pastor Rex Tonkins, author of this book, Seven Steps to Effective Elevating Prayer. Is this available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble? And, and what is your website? Zulon Press also is a publisher of the book, but our website is youhaveadestiny.org. So we've talked about the first four steps in your acronym, mm -hmm. P-R-A-Y, 
and then the next three mm -hmm. are ERS. Mm -hmm. What does the E stand for? Empower. So you've named a scripture here, Ephesians 3, 6. Mm -hmm. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, God will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Well, it's amazing when you plug in in prayer, the Holy Spirit empowers you for, with ability to do what he's called you to do. We can't do it in our own ability and strength. It comes through the power of the Holy Spirit. So as we connect in prayer, like plugging into an outlet, God gives us power and light to go forth to do what he calls us to do. So you also talk repeatedly throughout mm -hmm. the book. In fact, it's even in the, in the title <laughs> of the book, Elevating uh -huh. Prayer. What do you mean by elevating prayer? Well, basically it's raising the level of prayer in your life, raising and reaching the whole new levels of, of prayer because we're in a time that we need to raise the awareness. There is such an assault on, on believers, on our faith, on, on what we stand for like never before. And so I felt strongly impressed by the Lord to encourage the body of Christ, friends and family, to increase your prayer life, increase how much you pray. Use praying seven minutes, pray 14 minutes. You pray one hour, pray two hours, but increase the level of prayer so that God can show you greater my things. The more time you spend with God, the more he reveals to you. So give us an example of when you plugged into mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit and he empowered you. Well, I'll tell you, <laughs> uh, it's, it was amazing. Uh, God wanted to empower us everywhere we go, anywhere. And this one instance, I was on a golf course and as I was, I was in North Carolina um, golfing with, um, um, we had a foursome going on. It was a man and his wife and me and this other guy. And, and they're in their 70s. And they just invited me to come out and pray. Vic and I were celebrating our anniversary up in the mountains. And they invited me to come out and pray, play golf. So I go out and play golf. And I'm out there having a good time, enjoying the beauty of God's creation. And, but we get on the last hole of the golf course and um, the, the, the woman there was telling me where to hit the golf ball so it can kind of dog leg around. But as she was showing me that, her husband took the golf cart and was going to turn around to come and pick her up. So as he was on his way to pick her up, he didn't know that she was going to turn real quickly uh -oh. into the path of the golf cart. Oh no. The golf cart smacks her down to the ground and I'm seeing her down there in excruciating pain and, and she's wearing shorts that day and her knee either is broken or the ligaments are torn. I mean, it was awful. Oh my gosh. And I promise you, I, I, I didn't even ask permission. I immediately went down, lay hands. I said, in the name of Jesus, no broken bones, no torn ligaments, in the name of Jesus. And next thing I know, we, she asked to be picked up and put in the golf cart. We picked her up and she looks at me like, there's no more pain. And, we, and I said, you go to the doctor. I said, I, and everybody, three other guys saw what happened. Yeah. But when, when I prayed for her, I couldn't believe my eyes. I saw what looked like veins coming back together and her bone come back together. And that, and that was the first time in my entire life that I seen a creative miracle like that. Wow. I saw, and that came through prayer empowerment through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit had, you know, just empowered me. And you know, it's just a level of prayer and a level of intimacy with God. And, and he healed that woman and she said God gave her a miracle. And the testimony is in the book too. 
Praise God. <laughs> Lord, we praise you for yes, your empowering yes. strength, yes. for your ability to do creative yes. miracles, to heal the sick yes. Thank uh, you, through the laying on of hands. Yes. And Holy Spirit, we need yes. that kind of power yes. in our lives. Yes. Lord, we pray, and I pray that uh, Pastor Rex's encouragement would be transmitted to, and, and the power of the Holy Spirit mm. through this television mm. program yes. to every person watching yes. out there in this audience that you would feel empowered mm. Mm. and that as you learn God's prayer strategy, you too would heal the sick and even yes. raise the dead. We pray this blessing in Jesus' name. Jesus name. I'm getting goosebumps here. I mean, this is, <laughs> God, this is really good stuff. Thank you. We're gonna take a short break. When we come back, part six is ready. Yes. That's P-R-A-Y-E-R-S, we're on the last R, mm -hmm. and we'll be right back with Coach Rex Tonkins. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Do you ever wonder how to discern your own thoughts from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit, or angels, or invisible demons? I'm Dr. Chaps, and you've seen us talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. In fact, I wrote my PhD dissertation how to see the Holy Spirit, angels and demons. But now we have an exciting 17 part video Bible study on a four disc DVD set that you can get for your small group or your church. If you just visit PrayInJesusName.org and offer a suggested donation of $99 or call us toll free at 866-ObeyGod, get this 17 part video series and for a limited time only, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Get this important Bible study series for you and your church, or call us at 866-ObeyGod right now. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. We're on part six of seven in our seven-part prayer strategy with Coach Rex Tonkins. The E in your acronym, excuse me, was empower, mm -hmm. and the R stands for? Ready. Ready, what do, <laughs> what do you mean by this? Well, God wants us to be ready for his instructions, and so when we are in prayer seeking God, it helps us be prepared for his commands. You know, he told Joshua in 1 9, he said, have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Be not afraid, nor dismayed for wherever you go. I'll be with you. So God wants us to be prepared for the enemy. When the enemy tries to come against us through prayer, we are ready and prepared to defend the faith and also stand up for righteousness. So there's a scripture here from Numbers. Mm -hmm. God says, my servant Caleb has a different attitude than the others. He has remained loyal to me. So I will bring him into the land he explored. His descendants will possess their full share of that land. What was God doing in Caleb's heart before he was made ready to inherit the land? When I study Joshua and Caleb, they both had an intimate relationship with God. And because they understood God's heart and they aligned their heart and mind with God's agenda and their faith was ready for when that time came for them to go into promise. And they say, we can take out these giants. But what's so amazing, Dr. Chaps, is that you always hear people name their kids Joshua, Caleb. But who are the other 10 guys? There were 12 that were sent, but you don't never hear about the other 12 because they had unbelief. They didn't believe that God could conquer the giants. And so when we are in prayer, we have empowerment and strength to believe God and the faith to go forth in the things he tells us to go for. 
And it makes us ready to inherit the promises mm -hmm. of God, but yes. also ready to carry out his commands. Yes. So there's a twofold aspect. Mm -hmm. It's not just like we're sitting back being blessed, right. but we have to actually obey the commands that he gave us in that revelation. Exactly, exactly. That's so important. As I look throughout my life as, you know, God has given different instructions to me, you know, through prayer and that relationship, I have been able to be prepared for the things he, he wanted me to enter into. You know, I was just thinking about um, the key thing that's being read is just hearing God's instructions and obeying those instructions. You know, I just think of so many instances where God, through prayer, prepared me for what was coming. Now, there's another example in your mm -hmm. book here mm -hmm. about the prophet Daniel. Mm -hmm. It says here in Daniel chapter 2 that God revealed deep and secret things to him. Mm -hmm. uh, for God knows what's in the darkness and light dwells in God. And then, you know, Daniel goes through this whole process. He's, you know, fighting against the, the people who are trying to push him down. How is that story inspiring to you? I call it the triple threat prayer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, reason because he prayed consistently three times a day in the morning, noon, evening, and when you develop that level of consistency with God to pray, you are able to face and stand up to anything that comes against you because you are God is showing you things and showing you the strategy and how to deal with this situation. He had confidence that God was going to deliver him. He he God revealed to him the secrets of how to deal with different leaders. So that is so key in that triple threat, I call it the triple threat prayers. Well, he was not only you know an interpreter mm -hmm. of dreams, yes. he obviously got the revelation, but he was also a little bit of a rebel mm -hmm. because I, I forget, uh, maybe it was Nebuchadnezzar or yeah. one of those kings, uh -huh. they said, you're not allowed to pray to any other God except the king. Right. And, and what mm -hmm. did Daniel do? He opened the windows mm -hmm. and he rebelled. He yes. prayed to God in the full view of the king's mm -hmm. army and then he got arrested and thrown into the lion's den. Mm -hmm. So talk about that. I mean, <laughs> was he ready for that? Well, he was ready because of prayer. He knew that either way, God had his back, that he was gonna be protected because God says, I'm your deliverer, I'm your protector. And, and so he understood through prayer that is only one authority that's above all authority, and that's God. And you listen to God and you obey God over man. And so because he obeyed, God honored him. He was able to do great exploits for the kingdom because he developed a great prayer life. And God did that miracle. He shut the mouths of the lions. Yes. And then when the king's guards came in, the lions ate the guards yes. instead, <laughs> instead of Daniel was, was rescued. Amazing. It was amazing. That was amazing that even I look at that, they say even before the those guards hit the ground, they were all broken into pieces. You know, even before they hit the ground, those lions were so f hungry. And here is Daniel, you know, there and God protects and shuts the mouths of the lion. It's just incredible what prayer can do. Well, you continue to inspire <laughs> us. I'm, I'm glad to have this conversation with you. When we come back, we have one more segment on the S, the strategy of prayer mm -hmm. in this seven part series. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Can I take a moment to ask you to donate today? There are such important battles that we're fighting and winning around the country to defend religious liberty. How much is the right to pray in Jesus' name worth to you? Well, to me, it was worth a 16-year career and a million-dollar pension, which I sacrificed to defend Jesus Christ. I'm asking you to call us today, toll-free at 866-Obey-God, and make a donation. 
How much would you pay to defend religious liberty? Would you give $10 or $20 or $100? I bet there's some people who are watching who can even give $1,000 today just to help us stay on the air, to broadcast this into people's homes, to organize these petition drives, and especially, we spend thousands of dollars organizing rallies around the country and petitioning legislators. Please call us today at 866-Obey-God and give the best pledge that you can give to defend religious liberty and take a stand for Jesus Christ. We can't do it without you. Please donate today. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. We're joined for one last segment, seven-part st prayer strategy in a two-part series. And we're about to close our time with Pastor Rex Tonkins. He wrote this book, Seven Steps to Elevating Effective Prayer. It's available wherever books are sold and also on your website, which is? Youhaveadestiny.org. Well, thank you again for inspiring us. Yes. We're on the last part of this acronym, P-R-A-Y-E-R-S. What yes. does the S stand for? Strategy. And what do you mean by that? Well, basically, as we face life problems and life issues, there's a solution that God has for those issues that we may face in life. And I'm just give a practical situation. Um, years ago, me and my wife purchased a home and um, we built it from the bottom up. And I'll never forget, um, we already picked out the carpets and everything. And so when we go over to inspect the carpet, it's the wrong color, it's pink. They put pink carpet throughout the entire house. Oh my gosh. And we called the, the, the people and they say, you know, there's nothing we could do. That's the color. I said, no, we didn't pick this color. We, this is the color we picked. And they said, we're not going to change it. So Vicki and I began to pray. God, show us what to do. And Vicki, of course, you know, Mo, I'm just putting light it. She was upset. <laughs> <laughs> I met your wife. She's yeah. a godly woman. <laughs> yeah, she was not happy. <laughs> and God spoke to her a strategy. He said, call these people. And she called those people. They called that company and they replaced the carpet within like 48 hours, wow. the entire whole house. So God gave a strategy. And I think about Samuel, you know, the book of Samuel, David always inquired of the Lord. He said, Lord, will I overcome and take these people? And God said, you surely will. So we get our strategy to deal with problems and issues through prayer. God reveals the strategy of what he wants to do. God has the best game strategy yeah. of anybody. I'm just curious if you combine prayer mm -hmm. with fasting. Talk about mm -hmm. fasting for a minute. Yes. Fasting basically helps you be more in tune to the voice of God because you have denied yourself. You, you know, fasting is, is always encouraged to get away to pray where it's quiet and deny yourself of food. So as you fast, physically what happens all instead of your the blood in your body breaking down food in your stomach that blood is also used in the brain to bring more concentration that's the physical part the spiritual part it helps us to be more in tune and hear God's voice more clearly so that's part of your strategy mm -hmm. uh, what are some other strategic things I know God has his own mm -hmm. strategy yes. doesn't he? yes he does so it's kind of hearing from him what to do exactly it's important that you know for so many years I've I've tried to do things in my, what I thought was best, and, but I found the best thing to do is ask God, inquire, Lord, what, what should I do about this? What do you mean to do in this situation? I need, and being still and listening to what God is saying. See, a lot of times we don't want to be still and listen, 
And a lot of times we, we get there and we think we, it's our mind that we're thinking, but I always tell people, when you get that impression from the Lord, write that down so you won't forget it. That's a strategy God has given you. The Bible says in Isaiah 46, only I, God, can tell you the future before it happens. Mm -hmm. Everything I plan will come to pass. I do whatever I wish. Yes. So God is already orchestrating the future. Yes. Prayer helps us plug into that. Exactly. It's just basically, we, 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 this is God's plan and us coming in alignment with His plan and, it, and it, we are in divine authority and divine flow with God. But when we are out here trying to do things in our own way, we, the enemy has a heyday with us at times. We wonder why, why am I experiencing all this unnecessary pain and suffering? You know, the Bible says in the world you have trouble, you have problems, but be of good cheer. I'll overcome the world. Why go through unnecessary trials and tribulations if we just align with God? And I found that, boy, life is so much simple yeah. when we align with His agenda. We're almost out of time, but mm -hmm. talk about the National Day of Prayer. Yes. You're a state coordinator. Yes. What is that? National Day of Prayer is basically, uh, we mobilize prayer in, for me in the state of Colorado, and there are state coordinators all throughout the United States who mobilize prayer meetings and encourage and and offer resources and support to those who want to develop a prayer network throughout in their state. And so basically, I'm in the role of just encouraging people to pray. And we have what we have, the leadership conference coming up in October, October 16th to 18th, where leaders from all over the country come in and we're encouraged to pray for our nation, the seven spheres of influence. And um, basically we do in May, every first Thursday in May is a National Day of Prayer where we mobilize thousands of people to pray all throughout the nation. That's very important. Would you lead our audience yes. in prayer right now? Yes. We just have a minute. Yes. Father, we wanna thank you again for this opportunity to pray and to seek you. You said in Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and your righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. So Father, we want to seek your way of doing things. We want to search for you. We want to spend time with you. And God, I thank you that you will raise the awareness, raise a spirit of prayer, a thirsting for you like never before throughout our nation, throughout your people, throughout the body of Christ. God, thank you for this day. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for this opportunity. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Uh, this two-part video series is available on YouTube. If you want to get this book for your small group, for your pastor, for your church, you can lead people through this short series. Just visit Amazon or Barnes & Noble or your website, youhaveadestiny.org. Yes. The book again, Seven Steps to Elevating Effective Prayer. Thank you, Coach Rex Tonkins. Thank you, Dr. Chappell. What a privilege to be here. You know, I hope you also can support our ministry at PrayInJesusName.org. Please give a donation if you can to help us stay on the air, PrayInJesusName.org, or call our toll-free prayer line if we can pray with you. That's 866-Obey-God. Again, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. God bless you in Jesus' name. We'll see you next time. Chaplain Klingenschmidt is a graduate of the U.S. Air Force Academy who earned his Ph.D. in theology from Regent University. As a former Navy chaplain, by taking a public stand for freedom of speech and religious expression, and by sacrificing his own 16-year career and million-dollar pension, he was vindicated by the U.S. Congress, who changed the law and restored freedom for military chaplains to pray in Jesus' name. 
Dr. Chaps not only defended the Constitution, but his petitions have helped change the law in 10 states, restoring freedom to pray in Jesus' name. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now at 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.